What's up, everybody? Michael Nettemeyer here and Joe Geary, and we're your hosts of the Whitwin Podcast, whatever it takes, whenever it's needed. Joe, how you doing today? Good. How are you doing? Doing real well. Doing real well. It's been a good week. So today we are talking about, we had a question come in uh, from a guy that is new to real estate, and his question was, how do we, or how do how should you transition from somebody that's already on a salary, somebody maybe they're working hourly on a salary, they've got a stable, steady income, they're not satisfied with currently where they're at. They want more. They wanted to get into real estate. They've made this. They've made the jump of getting their license. How do you transition? All right, Joe. So that's the question: Is I've got something stable, or I know every two weeks or whatever I'm getting paid. Now I'm going to something 100% commission. Scary. It's a little bit daunting for some. I get it. All right. So we're going to talk about that today. What steps do we need to take? And I think my answer to it, and yours might be different than mine, Joe. I think the first thing though is, what do you want out of this? So what's my goal? That's the first thing I would be looking at is what's my goal? Do I want to do this part-time? Do I want to do this full-time? Is it something where I'd be satisfied if I sell a couple of houses and make a little bit of extra money? Uh, I need to start figuring out first though, what do I want from now being a realtor? Would you agree with that, Joe? Or yeah, you, what are I agree. Because you, people talk about it all the time, like what's your why? Like what's your reason Like that's pushing you to hit your goal or whatever your goal is, is real estate going to be the vehicle you know, if you want to start a business in the future, if you want to become an investor in the future, real estate can be a great vehicle to create the capital or the income to be able to project yourself into the future and hit those goals that you might have. It totally is. Yeah, real estate's a great opportunity to make a lot of money, to put it into other things, to create a lot of wealth. And so I totally agree with that. So I think it's it's a matter of now casting a vision for where you see yourself. So is this something that I'm going to dabble in or kind of put one foot in and always make sure I've got a backup plan? Or is it something where I'm going to go in with both feet and say, this is going to be my career. I'm going to do whatever it takes to make it my career. And I'm fully committed to doing that. And so I think that's what separates a lot of people from really succeeding at the highest level. And the people that you see that kind of are on that roller coaster constantly where they're in and out and in and out. They were in real estate. Market got tough. They were in real estate. Things got a little bit tough. And they stepped out, went back to doing what they wanted, you know, the more stable role. And then a couple of years later, they weren't satisfied again. They get back into real estate. We see a lot of people that go back and forth in this industry, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. All the yeah. time, they just kind of dabble and dabble out. And yeah. It's just a constant cycle. And it's one of those things where if you don't fully commit to it, it's going to be hard to really get it off the ground. Like I was talking to a guy the other day, and he was saying, well, I think I can commit 10 hours a week. I'm just being honest. Like as a brand new person in this industry, 10 hours a week is probably not going to do it. You know, like 10 hours a week, what what job out there can you work 10 hours a week and make a really high income? There aren't many, right? Like you can make a high income in real estate 10, 15, 20 years from now working not that many hours because you've got such a solidified database from all of the years of working really, really hard. And starting off, you're, that's going to be the hardest year you're ever going to have to work building your business. And it's a matter now of do you want it or not? Well, and the thing is too, like if you if you're looking for a job right now, like a low skilled job, like the average pay is going to be around like fifteen twenty dollars an hour maybe, and you think you can put ten hours a week in, you're looking at maybe like two hundred dollars a week. If yeah, right. One fifty two hundred dollars a week. That's how, that's hardly ten thousand dollars a year. Yeah. That you would make if you go into the low skilled job. And when you're brand new to real estate, you're going to be a low skilled real estate agent because you haven't built the skills, you haven't done all the things that you need to do. Uh, to sharpen your skill set and become a great real estate agent. So you're quite frankly going to be horrible when you get started. Mm -hmm. And that's why you need to put in a lot of time when you begin so you can build those skills and accumulate the knowledge that you need 
to really have a successful business because in the beginning you might have to work you know 40 50 plus hours a week and then eventually after you know three four five years maybe that 40 50 hours could shift now to 30 hours or 20 hours because you're very highly skilled and you can produce the results and i think that's the thing that a lot of people don't realize is that when you work a normal nine to five job you're getting paid for your time mm -hmm. versus in real estate or a sales position you're getting paid for your results so it really doesn't matter how much time you put in with sales it's all about the results that you put in yeah. like you could put in an hour or two hours a week and if you're selling two three four five six homes a month it doesn't matter it's all about the result yeah and people don't think about that because they're so in that matrix habit of hey i'm going to clock in slave just work away waste all my time clock out do it again tomorrow mm -hmm. and it's completely different in real estate because if you do that in real estate you're not going to see success and people do it all the time we're like well yeah i show up every day you know i come in at nine o'clock and i leave at 12 o'clock or mm -hmm. i leave at three o'clock but what results do you produce because if you don't produce anything you're going to be out of this business in a matter of months yeah you're absolutely right no that's a great point because you're absolutely right. It's, it's, it's the amount of value. How do you become more valuable? Because that's how we, and that's the way I look at things is how do I get the highest dollar per hour possible? You know, if, if starting off like my first job out of college, I made $10 an hour. I made $10 an hour because I wasn't very valuable. You weren't very skilled either. Probably. I was pulling yeah. airplanes in and out of a hangar, right? At an airport. I was an aviation major in college. I had pilot's licenses and that. But I didn't have a lot of, anybody could do that. Anybody could do that job. I cleaned toilets on an airplane my first job. Like any person there wasn't a whole lot of value to that role that's why it paid what it paid right now now somebody that was flying the plane got significantly more because that was a more valued position so i think that's the, the important thing here is thinking about am i going to commit and how do i become more valuable in my role and therefore eventually i'll start getting paid more than i'm worth right? so if you think about it when people get in there's a couple of things you have to think about here when people get into real estate they all start we call it uninformed optimism so everybody's excited to get into real estate. Nobody gets a real estate license and says, man, if I could just sell one house a year, I'd be set. All right, they get into it with the intention of making a lot of money, with having a lot of success, with making a lot of sales. Nobody goes through the schooling and all of that and taking the test and the financial investment to just get in and just kind of do okay. Like everyone goes into it. That's what we call the uninformed optimism. They're excited. They're pumped up. They're ready to go. They're ready to make it happen. Then what happens within a few weeks of after getting their license, call it a month maybe, we hit the uninformed pessimism. Now all of a sudden it's like, wait a minute, this isn't like it looks on TV. You know, like I, I got into real estate because I like looking at nice houses. Well, now all of a sudden I have to do this thing called lead generation. I have to start building my business. Like deals aren't just falling in my lap. My family and friends aren't just calling me because I have a real estate license now. To be honest, there's like, what, 2 million realtors out there? Something like that. There's Everybody has a real estate license. Well, and, and it's, I think it's funny too because when people get brand, like when they're brand new in real estate, they expect all their friends and family members to use them immediately. It's like, okay, would you really trust somebody else to mm -hmm. handle one of the biggest investments of your life that hardly knows what they're doing? Probably not. Maybe or maybe not, right? And, and exactly. most people don't want even call, or the other, the flip side of this, they won't even call their family they and friends let them know. because they have that they assumption. They have that, yep. Right? They don't have the confidence. So they're like, well, I'm not going to call. We'll use somebody. So I think that's important too. It, you're going to hit roadblocks when you get into this industry. This industry is full of ups. It's full of downs. Things happen. Deals fall apart. It's just life happens, right? Buyer wants to buy. Now they lose their job. They can't buy. Buyers getting, sellers getting relocated. Now they didn't get relocated. Things like that happen all the time. And that's where this uninformed pessimism comes in where we start getting like, wait a minute, this making this change and going from having a secure, stable, now all of a sudden we start thinking like, that wasn't so bad. 
at least, you know, I wasn't happy there, but at least my bills were covered. Now I'm not happy and my bills aren't covered, right? And now I don't know where my next paycheck's coming from. And that's when it sinks further and that's what we call what the valley of despair. Yes. Right? This is where it's like, what did I do? Why did I do this? What is going on here? Because here's the thing too, you can get into real estate and have a couple of quick things hit, right? But on your journey to building a business, you're going to hit ups and downs. You're going to hit roadblocks. But now all of a sudden we're at this level where it's like, why did I make this change? We start questioning every single thing that made us want to get into real estate in the first place. And this is the level now where people tend to quit because they trade what they want most for what they want now. And it's like, well, I want to be able to pay my bills. So maybe I'll go back and work my job that I didn't like. Maybe, I, And that's why they say, you know, there's a statistic that like 80 something percent of people are unhappy at the job they work at. Like imagine how much, how much how much time we spend at an office. Like if you were miserable here and you're here as much as we are, wouldn't it be terrible? Like 80, and that's what they say heart attacks. More heart attacks happen on Monday than any other day of the week. Because what? Thank God it's Friday. All right, thank God it's Friday. It's the weekend. I got two days off. I'm two days away from this office, you know. And then Sunday hits, and then we start thinking about Sunday afternoon. Sunday evening, it's like, oh, I've got to go to work tomorrow. I've got to go. And that's why most heart attacks happen on Monday. There's a lot of stress. Imagine having a life like that where you just you're totally unhappy for the next forty to fifty years of your life. You know, the guy that asked us the question is what, twenty? Yeah. Twenty twenty one? So imagine going to a job and waking up every day and just thinking, Oh, I'm gonna go to something I don't want to do for the next forty, 40 years, years of my life. Yeah, forty, forty five years. That's and hopefully forty five years. And hopefully when I'm sixty five, I've got enough money where I can retire and maybe go travel to Europe a little bit. You know, I can barely walk now, but I'm going to go see the world. You know, like that sucks. That's not a life worth living, right? But that's the challenge. They get to that level, what we call the valley of despair, where it's like we have an option now. It's either we push forward or we retreat back. And then in a couple of years, we're probably going to try it again or try something different again. And we're going to run into the same exact problems. The people that push through, though, that's when they become the, the informed optimism. Now they know what they know. They know that they've been able to push past the roadblocks and the setbacks. They start developing more skills. They start becoming more valuable. They start to build the confidence. right? And that's where I would say you're at, Joe, we call it the next level, which is success and fulfillment. Because think about it. You're four years in. Mm-hmm. right? Year one, did okay. Right? Okay, first year. Not, it was not, really bad, but yeah. yeah, it was yeah. okay though. It was better than most. Yeah, yeah. Right? it was terrible, but it was better than most. No, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. No, it was year two. Started to do. You started. Yes. You, but but here's the thing. In year one, what you did really well was you were consistent. So you were building, having the building blocks to ensure you had a really good career. Right? Year two got better. Year three got way better. Year four now you're doing. You're killing it. You killed it last year too, but every year has gotten significantly better, and you've had significant growth. And so think about it. We got into real estate in year one, uninformed, uninformed optimism. I'm going to do this. I'm going to get licensed. I'm 19. I'm going to light the world on fire. Right? Then you started to hit a little bit of you know that 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 essentially that uninformed, yeah, uninformed pessimism. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, should I do this? What's going on? Right? Then you were at the valley of despair too. Like you never, we never had that conversation like I have with most, where it's like, dude, I'm ready to quit. But I'm sure internally you had that. Oh yeah, there were times where I was like, man, this is going to take a while to go. Yeah. Like I never had the thought of, hey, I want to quit. But mm-hmm. it, you get to that point where it's like. You kind of have you you switch into scarcity mindset. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, if I could just sell one house this month, I'd be happy because yeah. I have you know enough to cover my bills instead of hey, how can I go and sell three, four, five, six houses this month, you know, and hit my income goal? Right. Because you, you're when you're in the valley of despair, you're totally thinking scarcity. Where hey, I just need one little sale, and then all my bills will be covered and I'll be okay. And we see a lot of new agents, especially, 
when they're in the valley of despair, they just switch that scarcity mindset yeah. where they're like, if I could just sell one house, I'll be okay. Yeah, they tell us that they want to make $50,000, $75,000, $100,000, and they're just banking off $2,500 or $4,000. It's like, that's not a good way to look at things or a good perspective to right. have, and you're not going to have an abundant life. Yeah, exactly. I agree with that. And that's where that's that pivotal point where it's going, which way are you going to go? The people that push forward, they hit the next thing, which is informed optimism. Now I know what I need to know. Now I've got skills, confidence, and then I get success and fulfillment. That's the best level now. The top level, right? It's the top phase, success and fulfillment. Now all of a sudden, I know what I need to know. I have the skills. I have the most important thing of all this though is now you've got the confidence and the courage. And you know that no matter what kind of roadblock or setback you might face, you know you're going to be able to push through it. Because I think a lot of people think too that once you get to a certain level, you don't have problems anymore. Right? Like, oh, once I have enough money, I won't have problems anymore. Once I get to a certain level, my life's just going to be super easy. It's not the case. Like, if you're a high-performance person that wants to achieve and wants to go accomplish things, you're going to have setbacks. You're going to have face problems. you got to become a person that just punches through those problems and deals with them head-on rather than just saying, well, hopefully it goes away. Right? It's like it's like the person, like, like for me, back in the day when I had debt collectors calling me all the time, when I would avoid the phone calls – the only thing that would happen was my mailbox would be stuffed with debt collector letters, right? And then I didn't want to like check my mail. So I checked my mail like once a week, <laughs> let my mailbox overflow. But I was, I was at that point where it was just, it was basically just in denial, right? But it's when you start to take ownership of your life. And that's when I started to take ownership and be like, I'm never going to live like this again, right? And I went through these same challenges and I went through these same setbacks and I had the same on my journey of building success, getting to success and fulfillment. And here's the thing, I'm nowhere near close to where I want to be. I've got a long way to go. And I know I'll get there at some point if I keep doing the things I'm supposed to do. But because you can build the confidence, you know that there's no going backward. Like I know I'll never go back to where I was at 28 years old. And if for some reason I had a massive financial setback, I'd be able to build back again because of all the things I've learned, the experiences and the confidence and the courage I have now that I didn't have when I was 28 years old. Yeah, because I think once you get past that value of spirits, like you see all the truth. And once you see the truth, you can't really deny it. Yeah. Because you know like the entire process. And we see it all the time. Uh, even, for example, we have a new agent on our team. I'm not going to say his name, but he had a deal pretty quick, like when he first started. And the deal died about a week before closing. Yeah. And then immediately after that, he dropped into the value of despair because yeah. he thought it was going to come. He was banking on that money. All of a sudden, it's gone. Mm -hmm. And then he thought about getting another job. He got another job part-time yep. didn't work out he finally fully committed to this and now he's starting to see success yeah. and get out of that valley slowly but surely I so think it, yeah. it's cool because once you get out of the valley you can see other people go through the journey right and kind of see where they're at and you can kind of predict hey are they going to quit or do you think they'll actually yeah. pull up and push through the valley totally agree so i think that's i don't know if that was helpful for anybody as far as what we talked about today but i think that to answer the question you just have to stick with it Right? You have to know what you want. You have to understand, like, what do I want out of life, too? Like, what is my goal? Why am I getting into this? Am I getting into this just to survive? Am I getting into this just to have enough? Or am I getting into this to really have an abundant life? So I think it starts with that, too, and thinking about – because here's the thing. A lot of people that are new in real estate, like we talked about, the uninformed optimism, right? They're excited. Then once this things start to happen, they see how challenging this industry really is. Because this industry, from the standpoint of, like, writing a contract, and that doesn't difficult, but you're actually building a business from the ground up. And here's the thing, any industry that you're starting your own business is going to require a lot of the same it's types be hard, of habits. No yeah, 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 exactly. And that's what I tell people too. Like if you quit this, if it's, you're having a challenge right now and you quit this and get into another sales role or you want to go start another company, you're going to have the same exact challenges. So why not just stick to this rather than starting over and something that to learn totally new just to have the same kinds of challenges. 
stick with this and keep pushing. And that's like in the Valley of Despair. If we push through it, we can get to that informed optimism. We can get to that success and fulfillment. But for a lot of people in this, it's figuring out what do you want? If you have an income goal, why is your income goal important to you? How do you see yourself? Like if, if your income goal for year one is just called $75,000, what type of person do you have to be to be a $75,000 earner? And then if you want to get to 100000 what type? Because the person you are today might not be the person that you're going to be need to be to get to hundred grand. What do I need to learn? What do I need to study? Who do I need to shadow? Who do I need to model? What skills do I need to develop to be able to increase my income? Because I promise you, like me at 28, couldn't do half the things I do now, but it's been 12 years of learning and 12 years of developing and 12 years of getting better. And that's where most people don't want to do. Like we always talk about the person that just finishes formal education, finish high school, finish college, get a job, never pick up a book again, never go to work with themselves, never want to learn new skills, never want to develop themselves. Those are the people that feel like they're on a roll. They're just on that, like a loop. Every day is the yeah, same. Monday, depressed. Yeah. Friday, Tuesday. happy, Monday, yeah. depressed. You just exactly. repeat that cycle you yep. talked about. Yep. And then yeah. like you said, when they're 65, 70, they have a little bit of retirement. Mm -hmm. They die Hopefully. five, 10 years later yeah. with probably a lot of regret. And that's over. And right? It's over. Yeah. 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 And so, and think about this, the statistic of, they say like, what is it? Um, is it like nine out of 10, 65, or something like 60, 70 to 80% of 65 year olds, or maybe it's nine out of 10, 90% can't write a check for $600 if they need to. So most people have worked their entire life and they still don't have any savings. Right? It's because they've just, they're just barely getting by and just have enough. And that's why I love real estate because there's so much potential for the people that commit to it, that show up, that treat it like a real job, that treat it like a real career. There's endless opportunities to have a really, really abundant life. But it all starts with knowing what do I want out of this and why am I doing it to begin with? Am I doing it because I think it's easy? If that's the case, it's not easy, I promise you. It's very difficult, right? And am I doing this because I know it's possible to have an abundant life? If the answer to that, if that's your answer, then yeah, it is. It's very possible. So many people are highly capable of doing this, but not many will just because they never really commit to the process. They never treat it like a real job. They don't show up. They don't do it. You can't work five, 10 hours a week and expect to build a business. That's in anything. So show up, have the commitment, know what you want out of it, and you'll be really successful. Yeah, I think the other thing, like you just said earlier, it's all about working on yourself. Because if you go to an, you have a normal job, you never really have to improve. Right. You just have to do the bare minimum. Yeah. Because your boss just went, says, hey, you have to do this, you have to do that. Bare minimum, as long as you get it done, you're going to keep your job and not get fired. Versus in real estate, you have to, like I said earlier, you have to produce. And if you don't, then you're basically fired because you're not going to make any money. Right. So it's all about working on yourself. How can you get better at you know, communicating with clients. How can you get better at, you know, setting appointments, at building your pipeline? I mean, it's all about how can you become the best version of yourself possible? Because with a normal job, you just need your formal education and you're fine. You don't have to learn a thing for the rest of your life versus when you move into, you know, sales slash entrepreneurship or business, you have to constantly be learning. Or mm -hmm. If not, then you're going to fall behind. Your sales are going to drop and your competition is going to beat you. So it's yeah. all about... How can you constantly evolve to become better, better on the phones, better in person, better all around? So then that way your income keeps increasing and you're doing better all around. Totally. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Formal, Jim Rohn had a quote, formal education will make you a living. Self-education will make you a fortune. So go to work on yourself, commit, buy into the process, do whatever you have to do to succeed and you'll make it happen. That's all we got. Thanks for joining us.